the Aggies can win nine or 10 games this year, and the offense doesn't really have to be that good. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in the Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college, and when you enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. We've been talking a lot about offense these last couple of days, and today we're going to switch that up and talk a little bit about the defense this season. I was scrolling through the internet today and found an interesting article from 24-7 Sports where they say the Aggies are going to have the seventh best defense in the nation this season. Now, this came as no surprise to me. We know how good this defense can be. But what was interesting is that there aren't many SEC teams above the Aggies. Now, there's only six spots above them. You got Georgia, number one, Bama at number two, and then Texas A&M is the next team in the SEC. So you could also spin that as Texas A&M is going to have the third best defense in the SEC. The defense to me is something that's going to be really intriguing for the Aggies this season because it was so good last year. But if you look at some of these numbers, you think to yourself, yourself it could be a lot better. The, the thing I'm talking about with the offense not having to be that good for the Aggies to win nine or ten games this year That's a serious statement. Texas A&M only allowed 21.2 points per game last season, which which was 25th best in the nation. If that number can come down a few points, you know, 17 points a game, elite defenses can make that happen. 17, 18, keep it at 21. The defense can make it to where the Aggies aren't going to have to score a million points to win every game. They're not going to have to play like Tennessee did last year where you're averaging 49 points a game. Now, I'm a big believer in this offense and what Coach Petrino is going to do for this offense and in Connor Wegman. I think the offense is going to be great. I think they're going to put up a lot of points, and this isn't even going to have to be a conversation down the road. But it is intriguing to think this defense could be good enough to where the offense could just kind of skate by Connor Wegman can just be a game manager and the Aggies can win football games that's a real possibility here I threw down some statistics from last year that kind of blew me away when you remember how good the Aggie defense was last season so last season the Aggies created 16 turnovers okay 16 turnovers you know you might think it's a number where I don't think about turnovers created much so you think okay 16 where's that compared to the SEC near the bottom and the funny part about 16 turnovers is, is it balanced between fumble recoveries and interceptions? No. The Aggies had four interceptions last year to 12 fumble recoveries, giving them 16 total turnovers. That was a really interesting stat to me. That's just a really spread apart number between those two. Many teams had, you know, seven and nine or 10 and 13, and it was kind of closer together. So that was a little bit interesting to me. But – What that made me think was, if these numbers can go up, if the Aggies could just have an average number of turnovers, like some of these other teams in the SEC did last year, 
they're going to stop, not have as many points go up on the board. They're going to, when you create turnovers, it helps out your offense. Everybody knows the offense was the problem last year for the Aggies. Had a lot of young guys, had a young quarterback, had a lot, you know, take, uh, Coach Fisher's offense wasn't working out well. The, the, the problem was more on the offensive side of the ball. Everybody can agree there. But how, for how great the defense was, can be better. And I think that should be a, wow, this team could be great if the defense took that next step from a dang good defense last year to an elite defense this year. So, but you bring in a guy like a Tony Grimes, right? You bring in some of these cornerbacks, some of these transfer portal additions that Coach Fisher and company brought in. You have to think these turnover numbers can go up, can go up at a higher rate. You bring in Grimes, I mean, he was a great, great player at the ACC level. Power five, has power five starting experience. He's going to help this football team out in 2023. And there's a lot more like a lot more a lot more players like him that the coach Fisher and company brought in from the portal. The other stat that I thought was a little bit interesting in reference to the defense being better next season was the Aggie sack number. 20 sacks last year for Texas A&M. Now, you had a young defensive front, you had a lot of different stuff like that going on. So, a young defensive front, sometimes they might they might not be able to get to the quarterback like many would hope. They haven't fully developed into their bodies to be these strong mammoth, you know, uh, defensive linemen that are going to be able to get to a quarterback. A lot of that was a part in play, but 20 sacks. So you might wonder, okay, 20 sacks, whatever. That's not terrible. Where's that compared to in the SEC? Just like we talked about with the turnovers, 20 sacks ties the Aggies for last in the SEC with, I mean, I'm sorry, for, for, for second to last in the SEC with Kentucky and South Carolina and they were three sacks ahead of Vanderbilt. So the three schools that Texas A&M was in the the middle there with was Kentucky, South Carolina, and Vandy. It's no secret that that's not where Aggie fans want to be. Those are not schools that the Aggie that Aggie fans want Texas A&M to be grouped with. The sack number, I think it's going to come up. I think it's going to come up because of some transfer transfer portal additions. I think it's going to come up because of some of those young guys. You had two five-star defensive linemen last year. Young players, they have to develop. You got a five-star defensive lineman coming in this year, number number seven overall player in the class. A lot of these young guys, you have to develop. I made a joke yesterday talking about Wegman, and I'm going to make it again, so I hope you all appreciated it. These guys, they just got done. They just had their their proms. Some of those guys that last year, the Walter Nolan, he was start. He was playing for the Aggies, and four or five months before, he was at a prom. You have to look at it like that. These were young kids, fresh out of high school. You to be able to play elite football, you have to be bigger, faster, stronger in the weight room to be with some of these world class athletes that they have in the SEC, especially on the offensive line. These big, strong donkeys up there you have to be able to, to to match their strength and their physicality a lot of freshmen can't do that a lot of those guys that texas a&m had up front last year are have gotten more developed gotten more used to the system gotten used to everything they need to at the college level and should hopefully take a step forward this year and that's going to help the defense so the point of all of this this whole thing we're going at here is that the defense was great last year on a five and seven team, and it can be better this year by a wide margin. If you go get 13 more sacks and create six more turnovers, you're making life easier for your offense. 
You're making life easier for your quarterback, for your play caller on offense. You're making life easier for everybody. This defense is going to be elite. Coach Fisher did a great job refurbishing the secondary after losing some players to the pros. There is a lot to be excited about with this defense in the 2023 season. And the coaching staff did a great job setting that all up for the Aggies to be able to dominate up front and in the back of the defense this year. So how much returning, how many returning starters are the Aggies going to have this year? We're going to get to that. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is the most comfortable pants you could ever purchase. I recently got a pair of Bird Dog pants and don't tell anybody, but I don't think I can ever take them off. They're comfortable. They shape you well. They make your legs look great. I'm telling you, I've, I've always find that one pair of pants where it kind of shapes your legs and make, it makes you look like you're kind of buff, which, of course, is not reality. It's just the pants. And these pants do that for you. They make you look good. They make you feel good. You can wear them on the golf course. You can wear them fishing. You can wear them wherever you want to. They're comfortable. They're amazing. you got to go give these pants a try. If you go over to birddogs.com slash locked on college and enter promo code locked on college, Bird Dogs is going to throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Go give them a shout. Go give them a check. Go check out their website. Use that promo code. You're not going to regret it. So we're talking a little bit about returning starters from last season now. That's a number that People always love to look at how many how many starters you getting back this year. Who all is going to be back at the at offense and defense? Well, if you're a Texas A&M fan, you're having you're going to have the most returning starters of any team in the SEC this year. Another article I found says that the Aggies are going to have seven returning starters on offense, seven returning starters on defense, giving the Aggies 15 returning starters. That means that they only lost seven starters to graduation, the NFL, etc. That's a lot of returning production. Now, many people are going to, to wonder. Many people are going to say it's not the returning production on a five and seven team. It's not what you it's not the kind of returning production you want. I that's it's a fair statement. I get where the statement's coming from, but my pushback to that argument would be this. And I just kind of made this argument a minute ago talking about why I think the defense can lead to the Aggies getting nine or ten wins because they're going to make things easier on the, on, the, on the offense. And that reason is a lot of your role players from last year were young guys on both sides of the ball. Wegman, Walter Nolan, Evan Stewart. You had a lot of young production. I made the argument a minute ago, this production, these guys – have to develop. They have to learn the game. They have to develop into college football players, into SEC athletes. And sometimes many players, even some five stars, aren't ready to do that the minute they step on campus. That's why I think this returning production, these 15 returning starters, could be a big plus for this Aggie football team. Now, not all of these starters, of course, were part of that amazing 2022 class with all these five stars. A, a good chunk of them were, but not all of them. I think of a player, a great example of this, of, of talking about the versatility and the different production that the Aggies are going to have is Anaya Smith. It feels like Anaya Smith has been playing in College Station since I was in the womb. 
but he's a great player. He's a reliable player. He can help a quarterback like Wegman out. He can help talk about the offense. He can help. He can help. He, you know, he's going to learn Coach Petrino's offense quickly because he's been there. He understands the game. He understands the game at the college level, the SEC level. Returning production is something that you know many people don't don't appreciate now in the transfer portal era. And I'll tell you. I always talk about Lane Kiffin as my example for the transfer portal era. He, you know, he he was great in the beginning. He, you know, he brought in a million quarterbacks this year, a million this and that. He always revamps his his offense, his defense, whatever he needs to. And if you kind of look at Ole Miss's recruiting recruiting numbers, not in the portal, just in recruiting, they're and they're okay, but they're not crazy impressive. And it's because Coach Kiffin relies on the transfer portal. That can help you sometimes. For me, a person who's a big believer in having a connection with your teammates, that you have to still recruit a good chunk of your players. Now, I think in the world of the transfer portal, you can't rely on recruits. Look over there at Clemson, one of the most prolific programs in the last six, seven, eight, ten years. Great program down there at Clemson. And, you know, Coach Sweeney doesn't love using the portal. And they've had a rough couple of years. Now, you could blame that on the quarterback situation, but they've had a rough go of it down there. And you got to wonder, you know, if they went and said, oh, we're having a rough go of it. Let's go get uh, uh, this position to help us. Or we need a receiver. Let's go find an elite one. People want to come play here. So you you kind of have to find that happy, mid- that happy middle between Elaine Kiffin at Ole Miss and a Dabo Sweeney at Clemson. And I think what Coach Fisher has found at Texas A&M is exactly that. You bring in a handful. We, we added 12 transfers the Aggies did this offseason. You bring in 12 guys. You bring in a handful of actual high school recruits. Now, the Aggies lost a lot, a lot of players in this offseason. Everyone knows that. That was a big talking point. But then you bring in 12 transfers who can help out your football team. You bring in a handful of high school recruits that can help out your football team, maybe not this year, but down the road, whatever it ends up being. That is the balance you need. You need players that can sit back, wait, and develop, and then your transfer portal targets that you can bring in, and they can help your team quicker because they've been around the block playing at different levels. Like, you know, Texas a brought in a lot of guys from the ACC and different conferences that have um, that have experience playing Power 5 football. That is how you have to do it. I think that's another reason for Aggie fans to be excited. This team is balanced. This team has a future in the young players they brought in and the young talent from that 2022 class, the talent coming in with this 2023 class. And they have a right now. And the right now is the 2023 transfer portal class. A lot of guys that are going to help. So to basically sum all that up, you have to sit and say that this depth, these returning players, if you went and talked to a, to a buddy at work that was a fan of a different school and said, yeah, we're returning 15 players, they're going to, yeah, okay, 15 players on a 5-7 and seven team. That's the kind of response you're going to get. But at the end of the day, you're, you're returning players that are veterans in one hand and a former elite recruits in the other. They're going to develop. They're going to, to grow, and then your older guys are going to lead. That's what the Aggies have. Then you add on top of that what you bring in in the transfer portal. This team's going to be deep. You know, you bring in 12 players who can impact your team right now, this very second. But on top of that, you still also have 
the 15 starters, 15 plus 12 right there. That's more than 22. And more so you have you're gonna have depth. You already had a good amount of depth. You added more. So the depth Texas A&M is gonna have this year is gonna help this football team out a lot. Injuries always hurt. They're gonna hurt even with depth. But the depth the Aggies are going to have this season is going to help them not have the world fall out of the sky if a receiver goes down or if a defensive lineman goes down or a cornerback because they have a lot of depth and a lot of experience depth and a lot of talented depth. So the 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 thing to take away from this and to be excited about is that this football team is returning players and is going to be very versatile and very deep. Aggies are going to be great this year on both sides of the ball, and I think they're going to have a big rebound from what happened last year with the rough season. Speaking of rebound, the Aggies landed a four-star power forward. That is right. The Texas A&M Aggies landed George Tuxton, a six-foot-seven, two hundred and five-pound power forward from Lowell, Massachusetts. He had six Power Five offers, so he was kind of an under-the-radar guy, but we'll get more into that here in a minute. He was a 2024 recruit, top 100 player in the class, more like top 80 when you when you look at composites. So I always use 24-7 sports for my recruiting. I think they're great over there, but they have him a little bit higher than some of the other platforms do, and that's why his composite ranking is a little bit higher than his ranking on 24-7 sports. So when it comes to Tuxin's game on the floor, he is an outstanding rebounder i'm really excited to see him rebound the ball and i've said by the way i'm gonna go ahead and crib myself it's turkson i'm sorry i've said Turkson a hundred times turkson george i'm sorry i said your name wrong it's george turkson we're really excited to have you but when it comes to his game he's an outstanding rebounder that's the one thing i watching the tape i got excited about quickly was it, it just seems like in, in basketball nowadays, not a lot of people want to rebound the ball like they did back in the day. Rebounding is still something that is a huge part of basketball. It's a huge part of the game, and people need to be willing to box out and willing to go grab some boards. Turkson is, is willing and able to do that. Now, you, you hear power forward and you hear six foot seven. And for me, I, six foot seven is what I want my three to be, not my four. I, but interestingly enough, while he's listed as a power forward, I do think that Turkson could potentially be one of a versatile player that could play the three or could play the four when the, when it gets down to it when he gets to College Station in 2024. But the thing about the other part about his game is he can shoot the ball. He, he's not, I mean he, he like I said he's a bigger guy. He's he's a glass cleaner. He's a guy who can slam the ball down. Who can finish at the rim but he can also shoot that spreads the defense. That's going to make this basketball team better. There's nothing more exciting than a dude taller than six foot six that can shoot the ball. It gets everybody that loves basketball inside. So a six foot seven, 205 pound buff power forward slash three that can shoot the ball from deep, pull up some jump shots and get to the rim. He's going to be an exceptional, exceptional player at Texas A&M. And after watching his tape and seeing some, some of the different recruiting guys associated with college basketball talk about Turkson. I think there's a chance he could rise a little bit before this is all said and done. You got to remember it's 2024. He's got some more time to develop. This class is just starting to really get recruited heavily by the coaches. So these, these recruiting rankings are nowhere close to done. He could be a guy that it wouldn't come as any kind of surprise to me if he worked his way into the top, you know, 
55, 60 range for the 2024 class. I think Turkson can do it. I think he's got that ability. And frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if he grew another inch, inch or two before he got to College Station. He's got that kind of long, lengthy body to where I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't done growing. But talking about the program as a whole, what Coach Buzz Williams has done since he's been in College Station, it's just it's so crazy to think about. He is an outstanding coach, outstanding human being, outstanding leader of men. He is exactly the kind of guy I want coaching my basketball team. And, you know, I was looking at some different recruiting things about Texas A&M basketball and kind of sitting back and forth and thinking to myself, this program's close. This program's close to turning into an Alabama or an Auburn. Programs who six years ago didn't really hear much about. And then you make a good hire and they start winning with veterans and then they start landing recruits X, Y, and Z. And it's a spiral. It's a snowball. It's a snowball effect. And that's what coach Williams has done. He brought some guys over with him that ended up being elite and helping help the Aggies win a lot of games and compete for SEC regular season championships and SEC tournament championships and made some NCAA tournaments. This program is on the up and up. And I think landing a guy like a Turkson shows you what the future holds. You know, landing the recruits, you you can, and then just like football, there's a transfer portal too. But I think you have to have that base. You have to have that four four star recruit, that five star recruit that is the headliner of your class. And Turkson's a player that when it's all said and done and, and the recruiting rankings are done, and I think he's going to, like I said, I think he's going to develop. I think he's going to get better. Could Is going to be a player that could be the headliner of your class, headliner of, of the whole part of your class, even including the transfers and all this and that. So this program is in a spot where I think if Coach Williams can just show it one more time, he can prove it one more time, go out there and compete for a title with really not that, you know, not – outstanding recruiting classes, pretty good recruiting classes. We're not out here getting top 30 guys. He's out here getting his guys that are going to stick around and develop into great sound basketball players. And that's what coach Williams is doing here. That's what he's done his whole career. But I think that Texas A&M, if he, one more time, if he can go out here and have this team compete for an SEC championship one more time, make one more tournament, maybe make a run. I think there's a world where the Aggies can start to land better and better recruits. Maybe we're talking five-star in a year or two. Coach Williams has that capability, and there's a lot to be excited about with this program. And with Coach Williams at the helm, it really feels like the sky is the limit. So, Aggie fans, we are really excited to have landed Turkson. He's going to be a heck of a player. He's going to make this basketball team better in 2024. There's a lot to be excited about for what Coach Williams is doing in the transfer portal right now. We'll talk about that here some, too, when all that kind of stuff is done being finalized. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Stefaniak. And we will see you tomorrow.